Hi again, everybody. Welcome to The Daily Smash for Friday, April 28th, 2023. I'm Rick. I'm Kelly. I haven't seen Kelly all day. I was running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Got your hair did? I got my hair color darker. Uh, I saw one of our patrons, Jackie. Oh, you did? Yes, she was at my hair at Megan's on East 18th. And uh, I ran and had lunch with my friend Jody at Cafe R&D. Mm-hmm. And How is Jody? She was she was good. I was like I feel like I was rushing all day, so I went yeah. and did yoga uh-huh. at nine thirty. Went and I went to anthropology to pick up some candles and a bath mat, and then uh, I got these cute little earrings. Oh yeah, look at that! And then uh, I had a rush back here. Uh huh. And then I had to take a shower, get ready, and then go to lunch with my friend Jody at Cafe R and D. And then I had to run to my hair appointment. And then from the hair appointment, Rick calls me and says, can you get me printing paper? So I had to run a staples. And then he's like, can you get me an 82-ounce pitcher? Because <laughs> he has to go caca. I got to start my Miralax at like 6 a.m. I find that so bizarre. I know. I'm so used to doing I want always want to be the first Does Miralax guy. kick in that quick? I always want to be the first appointment in the morning. So you do your prep at night, starting the afternoon before. Miralax will kick in if you drink enough of it, and I have to drink like 96 ounces of it. I did a, a semi-colonoscopy back when I was like maybe 36, uh-huh. uh, and I had to do this prep. Like it was like a juice. Oh, it was oh, like yeah. orange. Oh, yeah. And I drank that, and boy, I never felt skinnier. <laughs> I didn't know Miralax did that. Well, I didn't know it did that. I was, it worked that quick. I was surprised too because I, you know, I've also taken that prep. I've had several of the procedures, and it's it's very effective, but it tastes like it's terrible. This stuff, he's like, nope, Miralox. That's how we do it. Just do the Miralox, but it's it's a glass, an eight ounce glass every fifteen minutes. Every fifteen minutes. Yeah. So you can imagine once you get through, you know, sixty four ounces of it, and then you have to do another half pitcher after that. Yeah, I'm going to start calling you the caca king. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your hair does look amazing. I mean, she's she's Megan is an artist. Like, yes. The way she weaves that color in there. Well, it was so blonde before. Like, yeah. It was just too much. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, looks, it looks terrific. Um, I, while you were running all your errands, I was on the phone with JetBlue for, I'm not kidding you, 80, 82 minutes, almost an hour and a half. Wow. Almost an hour and a half. For a very simple, just upgrading our seats on the way home from new york wow it was so complicated i was on hold for extended periods of time she's trying to figure this out it was it was so it was very frustrating i had i had a lot of frustrating experiences i would have rather run to neiman marcus and target and but i'm glad that you got it done thank you very much also thank you to Ilya wine for sponsoring the Daily Smash. Ilia Wine is designed in New York, but made in Spain. And I know it's hard to see this particular label. This is the Chardonnay. The Robo Red looks similar, but they taste absolutely fantastic, delicious. And I might actually have to pop this bottle because I'm on a clear liquid diet until my procedure, and it doesn't say no alcohol. So, Well, that would, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's good. I have to go to a birthday party. I wasn't invited. So it's a girl birthday party. <laughs> And we're we're um I'm I identify as a girl tonight. So we're going to Quattro, which is in South Coast Plaza. Oh, I love that place. And we actually filmed with Vicky, that's Vicky's friend, yeah, on our show. Uh-huh. And so uh Domenico it was like flirting with with uh with Vicky. We uh-huh. went to Vicky's house and he was showing 
Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Is how to cook. Yeah. And so <laughs> my girlfriend's birthday party, uh, we have a girlfriend and she, she's throwing it for us. So it's like a cooking, it's like an interactive That's nice. birthday party. I did want to mention, because I didn't finish my, my commercial for Ilya, um, you can still get 20% off Ilya until this weekend. So go to Ilya.com, use the discount code Rick and Kelly 20 for 20% off this very delicious wine. It's really, really, really good. I, I, I recommend the Robo Red. I love that. Yes. I love that Moscatel and Macadel. I don't. And you know what I love? The Rosé. I love the Rosé. Shocking. Yeah. I cannot stand Rosé unless it's bubbly. But well, I, I like it. What oh, was that? They're after us. They'll, they'll deliver it right to your door. It's nice. I love that. Um, I did Newsmax this morning. I was on Newsmax. How was that? I haven't even seen them all day. <laughs> it was a good segment. I actually have a clip of it I could show. Yeah, I want to see it. Okay. Out there, Newsmax is one of them, and we're happy to have these new viewers coming over here. Well, congratulations. Uh, well deserved. And I'm happy for you guys. Uh, it's Fox's loss. And there are a lot of people who say they were watching Fox for Tucker, and they're sad to see him go. Yeah, it's better. But the best show on the network, best show on the network. Right here, John Bachman now. Oh, well, Dan, you're going to make me blush. He <laughs> didn't make you say that either. Thank I think, you, Dan. We love having you I on. I think he's saying that because Rick Leventhal is on the program right now. Adds a little connection <laughs> here, <laughs> yes. But Rick, I wanted, I wanted to ask you, too, about this report in Vanity Fair. Vanity Fair of all places. It talks about Fox Corp chair Rupert Murdoch being apparently uncomfortable with something Tucker Carlson said about uh, religion and praying and faith. This was made during his address at the Heritage Foundation's 50th anniversary gala, which was just last Friday night. You know, did you pick up on anything like that? Do you put any veracity behind this report? Well, I've, I've heard for years, and when I was still at Fox and after I left, that there was internal struggles. There were internal struggles going on between upper management, between the Murdochs, about the direction that the network was taking. And there were some who felt they had to be true to the core viewers, the, the, the right leaning viewers and others who thought that they needed to start leaning more toward the middle or even toward the left so that they would maintain their ratings dominance and try to include all viewers and not just those on the right or the far right. And so there was a lot of internal struggling going on, I believe. And, and from what I've been hearing, uh, a, a lot of uh, dissatisfaction with what Tucker had been doing, with some of the trouble that he was stirring up, with some of the stories that he was pursuing. And it came from the very top down, from what I understand, is that they just had had enough and didn't want to put up with with the the, the, the stuff anymore. We're concerned that the blue chip advertisers were, wouldn't advertise on Tucker's show. And, and with the, the, the text messages that came out in the Dominion lawsuit and some of the things that he was saying about some of the senior executives, they just felt like it was too much trouble, from what I understand. We do serve many masters here. You have your team, the network you work for. You are beholden to them. You're beholden to the audience, and you're beholden to the advertisers as well. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Tucker's getting the last laugh. We just want to show these pictures. I don't think he's too concerned. He's with his beautiful wife. <laughs> he's enjoying his best life, um, and the show will yeah. go on. And I think, you know, Rick, just finally, you think Fox overplayed their hand there? Is, is even if they're not getting the advertising dollars, 
It's a big name. And if people, this is the last reason they were watching Fox and he's gone. Well, that's a great picture. I mean, a guy <laughs> made, makes $20 million a year and, and he's getting another 20 million not to work for at least another year. So, you know, it's, it's gotta be a great feeling for him. I mean, it sucks to get fired, but that guy has plenty of opportunities and he's going to wind up somewhere, if not on his own platform. And I'm sure he'll do very, very well, no matter what he does next. The guy's a, he, he's brilliant. I used to fill in for him uh, and, and would read his prompter as a, sta a standby anchor in case his signal went down my last mm. few months at Fox. And I would read his scripts every night. And, and, and the guy, his monologues were spot on and, and, and really brilliant. Yeah, Dailymail.com captured that, by the way. So, And I mean, let's be honest, who wouldn't be smiling on that golf cart? Raised up, looks like fun, beautiful weather in the Naples area. Yeah. Uh, but of course, when you got $20 million, right. more reason to smile yeah. as well. Rick, great yeah. to see you. Look forward to having you back as well, Dan. Always great to see you. Too. Everyone wants to talk about Tucker? Everybody wants to talk about Tucker. I mean, the guy was the number one draw on cable news for a long time. Yeah, I wonder, because they said that they couldn't get one of the reasons is that they're, they think that he's too far right, right? Yeah. And they, Fox wants to go a little leaning more to the left and to or the, the middle. Or yeah. the middle. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, I'm going to be in the middle. Yeah. Um, and they're, they can't get blue chip uh, advertisers to advertise. That was, that was one of the, the stories that was out there. And then, you know, it's interesting. The Wall Street Journal did this whole write-up on it. And the Wall Street Journal is owned by the parent company of Fox News. And they put all this stuff in there about how he had all these racist texts. You know, they just, they're just, it's almost like they're trying to stain him to make themselves look better. Kind of like Bravo did? Yeah. Like that? We have some comments like, about like that. Like that? Like, like that uh, David Quinn from, that wrote that book and had uh, Heather Dubrow saying that I said racist things when I worked with her one year and I said, Jewish people are funny? Yeah. I mean, honestly. I am pretty funny. You are very funny. <laughs> Jewish people are funny. I love Jewish people. Well, it's crazy like Jewish. how people can turn things and say you're racist it's not racist i'm married to a jew here yeah like, really and i'm Get married to a here. mexican indian black asian person <laughs> with spanish heritage i'm i'm a rainbow <laughs> i am you're my rainbow uh i'm funny, proud of it we, we were talking about being passive aggressive last night and i looked at kelly i go i'm not passive aggressive am i she goes no, you're aggressive, aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never heard that before. I thought it was. I never heard about. I thought it was. You would laugh when I said that. Um, you sent me this uh, news break item that two very lucky people purchased California lottery scratchers here in Orange County. They're new millionaires. Did you read the article? No, I, I, I just I thought it was fun. I got it in the car when I was driving over here. I wanted to read it, so I wanted you to read it. Yeah. So you could. Uh, well. <laughs> This one guy. It was in Irvine. I just scrolled yes. really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, Irvine is right here. 15 minutes from here, not even 10 minutes. Uh -huh. And this guy won $5 million on a scratch off ticket, right? His, the lucky winner, Alec Bucher, had a feeling about the lucky number five. He went to this particular Chevron or whatever, and he said, I wanted to know how much the last winning ticket sold was worth. And what number it was in the stack of scratchers. Like, you know, when you open a new stack, the first ticket's number one. Didn't I two. tell you that guy had a thing? Remember the guy? Yes. So there's a lucky there's a lucky um place in uh on on seventeenth street. A liquor street. store, right? A liquor store. It's yeah. on seventeenth street. And 
And it has like a lot of people have won millions of dollars from this one particular spot on 17th Street, this yeah. liquor store. Yeah. And it's right by Pancakes R Us. And you can see on the outside, it has like millionaire, millionaire, whatever, all these these. Well, that's dates. not where he bought his ticket. Yeah, I understand. But that guy, because I'm a, a year of the rabbit. So I was in there and he, and I'm like, I'm a year of the rabbit. I'm 1975. And he's like, and then I won like 50 bucks off the scratcher, right? I just <laughs> thought I'd have like, And then I'm like, remember I asked you? I'm like, maybe I shouldn't play. And he said, what did he so, say? He said sometimes they come in clumps or bunches, yeah, right? Yeah, they the come in tickets. bunches. Yeah. yeah, he says he's seen enough. Well, that- so this guy, he asked what uh, what the last winning ticket sold was worth and what number it was in the stack of scratchers. And he found out that someone won $500 in the stack and it was ticket number five. So from then on, he would only buy the fifth ticket in the pack if it was available. And one night he showed up at the store and it was available. So he bought it right then and there. Number five in the series was worth $5 million. He said, I was just gunning for it, and now I'm a multimillionaire. Wow. He goes, I don't need a Ferrari. I don't need a mansion. I'm not a spender. I'm going to do some traveling and let this money grow. Smart. <laughs> Smart guy. Wow. I love is, that there story. There is. They, they have, a, I think, a system, right? It seems like. Well, he, he had a system. But, you know, to me, I think it's all it's all luck. It's all, it, it's all random. And maybe every fifth ticket and those couple stacks were winners but maybe the next stack it'll be the third ticket or the 20th ticket i don't know that there's actually a a formula for it well that guy said that there was a formula and he won five million bucks well good for him good for him Um, (laughs) you wanted me to read this comment from paula mock who said you sure seem to miss being on the show you talk about it and the people on it all the time so if you're over it stop talking about it Okay, well, uh, the show was a big part of my life for five years. People like you watch me because I was on the show for five years. Uh, people want to hear what I have to say about the show. People want me to recap the show. Um, I make a lot of money by recapping the show. I wasn't going to, but you guys, by popular demand, asked me to. And um, it is in the news and people talk about me all the time. So you, a lot of people know me because of the show. And so right. I'm going to talk about the show because I was on the show for five years. And um, if you don't like me talking about the show, then you don't have to watch. But Simple most, as pe- that. most people who do watch are watching because they know you from that show. Yeah, and, and they, they want to hear about. The yeah. Show. What you think about the show, what you think about that character or that character or this storyline or, or that twist. So one of our patrons, Brie, um, calls me when I got you know, out of yoga and she's like, you need to call Andy Cohen out because they are leaving. They're bringing back Kirsten, Kristen uh, from Vanderpump Rules. OK, so I guess. Kristen and Stassi got fired for making really racial remarks. Uh-huh. Okay, I guess there was an African-American girl on there. And uh, I, I don't know exactly the story, but caught red-handed, uh, not not made up like me, twisting words. They actually they, made uh, they racist They actually remarks. made racist, racist remarks. And she's being and hired And they got fired. Back. And then she's coming, she's getting hired back. So hmm. Brie calls me and she's like, you need to call this stuff out. And I don't know exactly what was said. I had to ask, she's like, you don't know? I'm like, I don't really watch Vanderpump Rules. Like, I, I yeah. don't, I don't know anything I've about never, it. I, I saw it with you like for five minutes recently. But it's just, you know, a, another um, 
hypocritical thing on that. Final life adventures. How are you on the right side of history when millions of people died? You always mention it, but not sure in what way you were right. Well, I can tell you how she was right. She was right about the masks not working, not being effective. We've now learned they weren't. She was right about the lockdowns being more destructive than helpful. She was right about closing schools, having an impact on children's learning capabilities. Which is on the news, and it just said that they're back, like two years back behind. Yeah. They're behind. They're behind. We've fallen behind. Our kids have fallen behind because they closed the schools and made them wear masks that didn't work, that they didn't need in the first place. I think what, what you were, I know what you were right about is that, you knew that it was unnecessary, that the precautions they were taking were misguided and misdirected. They should have protected the elderly and the infirm, and maybe fewer people would have died and spent less time worrying about the healthy people because the healthy people were fine and still are. Right. So uh, that's, yeah. And oh. by the way, every 100 years, there's a big, huge pandemic that happens that wipes out the, the elderly, the sick, the yeah. infirmed. Uh, the weak ones, actually, and you and know that I'm, was the birth that, of God's way of thinning the herd. And, not not now; it, it was written a long time ago. Right, Darwin. I mean, not that I believe in Darwin, but I mean that's what they say. I don't know, but closing and shutting everything down was absurd. Yeah. Okay, it, it's caused a lot of problems for a lot of people. Let's move on. A lot of people weighed in on our gym commute. They're very envious that we ride our bikes on the beach to the gym uh and many of you really enjoyed kelly doing her makeup during this match yesterday a lot of people got annoyed by it too and some people thought i was in a bad mood yesterday and i was not in a bad mood yesterday i was exhausted yeah i i was i went to i went to watch the uh laker game yeah on the couch at five o'clock because i cooked all day Mm -hmm. and then I fell asleep from five to nine. After we taped, the, recorded the show, she she got down on the couch to watch basketball and promptly fell asleep. You were out for yeah at least two hours, maybe more. And then my girlfriend uh, uh, Elaine called me to complain about one of my other girlfriends that's in a bad marriage. <laughs> uh-huh. And then we were on the phone for an hour. And then I went to bed what at ten thirty, and I woke up this morning like at seven. You got a lot of sleep. I I was exhausted yesterday. You be so refreshed. sorry, I am refreshed. <laughs> Carol Goodman said, okay, Kelly, what does the lower eye patch do? That is the one area of my face at 53 I see the most signs of aging. Am I missing a step in my makeup that well, can cover this the area the reason better? why I put the under uh, pads on underneath is because my eyeshadow flakes down. And then I don't want to have to wipe it so it catches all the, the, the color on the bottom. And it also makes this, it's moist, so it makes... It helps for the wrinkles underneath the eyes. It keeps it hydrated. Where the sun don't shine, wrote, love it, Kelly doing her makeup, Rick doing his thing. You guys, please don't switch to a studio. Uh This background, your life is the background. You guys make my day. Thank you. That's so nice. And then LLM Files agreed. You guys need to do every show exactly like this with Kelly doing her makeup while you talk about stuff. I was so mesmerized watching her glam evolve. I felt like I was just sitting in the living room watching you guys chat as you get ready to go out on the town. Love it. That's so nice. Annette Polini. Kelly, thanks for sharing your beauty tips with us. You make it look so effortless and you always look beautiful. Thank you. Uh, Aaron Levine. Having lived in Florida for most of my life, I have experienced both tornadoes and many hurricanes. I think tornadoes are more dangerous because you will know a week in advance that a hurricane is approaching and can prepare. A tornado can pop up without warning at any time. That's a very good point. Very good point. 
sometimes you have a, a moment's notice, or maybe you might have 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Mary H. Went one of, wrote one of the nicest emails we've seen. Oh, yes. Good morning, Rick and Kelly. I haven't even watched this episode yet, and I find myself wanting to just say thank you for what you are doing for your smashers. Please know how much your smashers love you, care for you, respect you. We appreciate the content of your life that you share with us every day. Your videos have become, for many of us, a routine of starting our day, and I can't think of a better way to start the day in this very confusing, troubling world. Some of us may not be here for the glitz and glamour, the gossip about housewives, but we're going to take whatever you provide because it's making so many of us so happy, so connected, and so hopeful. God bless you both. Nice. And then I have one more. This is my favorite. Heather, one of our patrons. Oh, yeah. You both are the best. This is totally random, but my horse Zippo loves your shows. <laughs> what? <laughs> I put you on while cleaning his stall, grooming, etc. I would say to him, it's time to put the Rick and Kelly show on, and he would smile. Oh my Seriously, God, that is every so time cute. the horse gives me a huge smile. It's like Mr. Ed. I thought it might be a fluke. So I put your show on without saying anything, and he looked over at my phone and smiled on his own. <laughs> Even, oh my god, that's so cute. Even horses are big fans of yours. Thank you for all you are doing. Hope this story put a smile on your face. And it did. It did. Oh my god, that is so cute. Uh, I'm gonna skip that one. Uh I know you gotta go to dinner. Uh I have an in the news item now. Okay, go ahead. In the news. In the news. <laughs> Thousands of alien space radio signals have reached the earth. Not just a coincidence. Say scientists. Oh. Thousands of deep space radio signals have made their way to Earth, 50 of them from repeating sources, according to Canadian astronomers, monitoring what could be alien contact from another world. What could be? Recently detected were 25 new repeating sources known technically as fast radio bursts from the depths of the universe, the Canadian Hydrogen Intensity Mapping Experiment reported. The project uses a high-powered radio telescope in British Columbia to receive the signals. These FRBs are, according to the scientific CHIME FRB collaboration, considered one of the biggest mysteries in astronomy, but it is confirmed that they came from outside the Milky Way galaxy. Wow. Now, it doesn't mean that aliens are sending us radio signals. They could be from stars that blow up, apparently, from planets that die and create some kind of friction in the space, and it comes here. I, it's very deep, the rest of this article. Wow. But there's a chance. That the aliens are trying to talk to us. How about Elon Musk said there's no aliens in the in our in Area 51 or whatever? I don't know. If if an alien showed up here, what would you say? What would you say to him? Take me with you. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you would leave me for an alien. I'm joking. That is the worst news I've had all day. No, I wouldn't leave that you for terrible. an alien. It depends what an alien looked like actually. Wow. Now. <laughs> I'm totally Brutal. joking. Is Brutal. the alien hot? Let's say the alien was a really <laughs> hot dude. No. No, you you would. You'd go with I'm him. I'm kidding. I'm totally joking. That's so funny. I hope so. <laughs> I have a feeling the aliens are not good looking though. Well, how how do people know what an alien look like? They have those big eyes with a skinny always, little body with the little fingers. Yeah, why do they always like? Make why do them, they make them look like that? Why do they? Who, who got that impression? That aliens look like. It's that? like somebody created a template and everyone copies it. Or how about like Jesus? Oh yeah, yeah. Like you know, Jesus looks more Jewish, 
but he looks more white. <laughs> like Well, some people say he had very dark skin. Yes. Black Jesus. They say that too. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. My he was one of my people. <laughs> exactly. Um on that note, we've covered we didn't really touch politics, but we did touch religion. So there's that. Yeah, we- <laughs> <laughs> we've been warned we've been we've, warned we've been warned you can go to our patreon show uh that's this uh lovely lady whose horse really digs our our stuff heather <laughs> heather is on one of our patrons at the rick and kelly show on patreon.com we hope you'll join us there we have a lot of fun there we have a great show this week uh, but we're gonna have fun this weekend after i poop my body out oh my god he loves talking about poop i have some poop stories in my book i know my mom goes, why do you keep talking about poop? Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone does it. It's something we all have in common. The caca king. I'm just going to do more of it in the next 24 hours. <laughs> have a great day, everybody. Bye, guys.